0: You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide one wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Welcome back to My Wedding Season, the podcast. So I have a question for you. Do you ever come back from a wedding and think to yourself, How long am I going to need to cull through all those images? Do you feel overwhelmed at the thought of going through thousands of images and deciding which ones to keep and edit and which ones to disregard? Well, your life is about to get so much easier. If you have not yet heard of AI culling, prepare to be amazed. This episode is brought to you in cooperation with AfterShoot. As stated on the AfterShoot website, it is the fastest and easiest way to automatically select, rate, and find your best photos. I am joined by Justin Benson, the co-founder of AfterShoot. He's also a wedding photographer and is absolutely passionate about simplifying the culling process for photographers. In this episode, he walks through how AfterShoot works and where it's heading. If you're intrigued and are eager to give AfterShoot a shot, there is a free 30-day trial available to you. I also have a 10% affiliate discount code for you. Just be sure to use the code IDA10, A-I-D-A-10, or the link in the show notes. Well, let me not hold you any longer. Cue the episode. Justin, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I would love to start off where you can just give us a little bit of a background. I mean, you are a photographer. I'm sure you saw a need for the software that's created that is shoot. And if you can just give us an idea of how life was pre aftershoot how did that look like for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's, you know been a journey <laughs> I can
0: so imagine.
1: after shoot was um originally created uh the concept my co-founder came up with the concept um and he's not a photographer okay. uh, so he's actually he was actually um a brilliant mind that just like you know creates amazing software and things um and he said you know there's a way to automate some of these processes and i want to figure out if it actually needs to happen Uh, And so he reached out to a whole bunch of photographers um, and I heard this is back in 2019. I heard that he was creating a potentially AI Culling software and me as a wedding photographer absolutely hate. I hated it. I
0: couldn't like
1: (laughs) Culling was the thing I never wanted to do. So I went and found him, right? I was like, who is this guy? I need to talk to him. Um, and so we sat down, we had a call, we, we you know, we hit it off um, and just really started talking about like what the feasibility is, what we look for in photography to make, you know, a call, a call the way we want it to be. Right. So he had reached out to 200 photographers and all like 200 pretty much said who cares 50 replied back and 50 were like yeah i'll i'll interview i'll talk to you we'll kind of get to know it i was 51 obviously okay. and then uh, so in march 2020 um he officially had like we went back and forth still but he officially had like a proof of concept right like the first version of AfterShoot. um he sent it to all 50 people and only five of them replied um
0: That's crazy
1: yeah wow. and 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 four of them said, yeah, right. Just give up. You're never going to do this. One of them said, this is not going to work right now, but there's potential. And I wrote back, I was like number six. And I wrote back like the longest email in the history of Gmail, (laughs) Um, right? And I just wrote him this email and I was like, this is great idea. Beautiful concept. Here are the 500 things that we can do. In order to make this actually work, and then from that point forward, he was like, "Hey, you're you're my guy now." <laughs> so,
0: perfect.
1: yeah, so that's I mean, how I got. That's how I got there. Yeah,
0: you had to really get the vision, you know. So I think for most yeah. people, maybe especially just way in the beginning, it's not perfected. There are always updates that can be done, but the fact yep. that it was obvious that there was there is a need, even now, there are oh, a lot of people yeah. who are not aware that it exists, you know. I just heard about it this year and I was like, oh, wow, especially for those overshooters out there who are like in burst mode. This is a lifesaver for sure.
1: Yeah, I burst mode is uh, absolutely my favorite thing to do. Um, So, yeah, the the need was clearly there. Um, and so from March, March 2020 on, we just nose to the grindstone and just did everything we could to get it out there. Um, and in November, 2020, we were, we released our first beta, right? So we, we really like opened it up. So from March to November, we made huge leaps and progresses. Um, the original AfterShoot was just like a, a box
0: okay. and you would drop
1: images into it yeah. and then it would spit it out on the other side with, uh, with some ratings on them. And like, you'd know, review process, no, nothing. It just, and it, and the results were like mediocre at best. Um, And then come to November, we actually made so much progress. Like you could view the images in the app, you could make changes, you could do all sorts of things with it. Um, But that's one thing as a company that, you know, so we launched our our alpha um, or like first beta in November, 2020, and we ran it through, uh, got all the feedback we could um, from everybody who just heard about it and found it. And we kind of slowly started promoting it. And then we ended up uh, officially launching in 2021. So in in Ju- uh, June of 2021, we launched, and then the hard work started, right? Yeah, once I mean, we got it,
0: it hasn't once been it that long. App,
1: yeah, what? and once it was a paid app, it turned into uh, it went tenfold, right? And then all of a sudden, it was like trade shows and and just like all the different things that could happen. When it was a free app, it was like okay, you know, when it was in that beta phase. If it was broken, we would scramble and fix it. Sure. Um, but when it's paid and it's broken, people are like, "Who are you?" Out. Right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming to your house right now to get my money. You know. So it's right. like, all so right,
0: right, we're going to higher. figure it out.
1: Yeah. So so the first month was rocky, but then from that point forward, we really got you know a lot better at understanding and making improvements. And and you know, the thing that I'm most proud of as a company um, is that we're always listening to our photographers and we're always releasing updates and we're always trying to improve, right? Because our job's never done until you're able to hit a button and walk away from the computer and say, all my images are culled, right? So that means that there's a lot of hard work to do because there's things that, you know, technology is not even capable of doing yet, right? That's what we know yeah. for, for a fact, technology can't make a creative decision. but someday it may be able to make a creative decision or understand why you make certain creative decisions. And then, you know, we have to be there and ready to attack and, and make those creative decisions for you.
0: So. Yeah. And I think that's something that photographers going into it need to really be aware of knowing that, yes, at the end of the day, it is AI. It's not going to be your own human eye or mind. And there's Mm -hmm. this, these parameters you can set those like it's going to get that grudgy grind work done for you right that's, exactly yeah that's how a lot of
1: heavy lifting yeah the way, I, the
0: way
1: I kind of uh express how AI culling um works really is that there's no creative decisions made it's just really it's it's clustering similar images together it's suggestions right it's, it's right. trying to suggest what you should be looking at um, and then there's always gonna be images that have no value, right? There's like okay. images of my feet all the time. I have like <laughs> a mirrorless and I take just... pictures of my feet accidentally, right? <laughs>
0: right. But the example
1: I use is the reason that AI doesn't, you know, quantify that as a bad photo. I I took a, a photo last year of a bride and groom. They had con- matching Converse shoes. And mm-hmm. on the tips was like, you know, bride and groom. Sure. And it was yeah. literally the photo I accidentally take every wedding from my hip of my foot that I took of their feet. And so if AI just said, oh, okay, it's a foot photo, psh, we'll forget about it, right? It's just Justin taking a picture of his feet. Then I would have not got those photos. So that's kind of the fine line we walk is how do we give the least amount of photos and, and make those decisions for you? without yeah. totally making you miss out on something that was really important for you.
0: Yeah, I was um, able to test it on one or two weddings. But like by the time I got to do it, it was like my season was coming to an end of it. And then the other jobs I had, because I also do video, were like video-based. But like on the couple weddings I was able to test it, I really saw, okay, I really went down from like 4,000 images that I fed it to down to like 1,000, something like that. So that was already a lot reduced because, you know, some parts of the day I do burst <laughs> shots, you know, like in, during the ceremony or something like that. So it just really went down. And then if I wanted to double check a couple, I can like still see it because it's not deleted. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's also a bit of trial and error on the part of the photographer to kind of see like, okay, next time, maybe I should set the parameters in terms of like, uh, you know, you can go in and set it as strict or moderate or lenient. So I think it just takes a couple of tries, but it really, in the end, helps and like saves a lot of time, which is what a lot of people want back, right?
1: That was that was the mission. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, you know, there's just like you said, there's, there's my recommendation has always been don't try it when you're like buried in work. Yeah, because then that's your first opportunity to say, hey, it's not exactly <laughs> what I need right now and I'm going to walk away. Um, So when you have a little bit of time and you can just like play with the settings a little bit yeah. and really get to learn what they do. Right. Because that's the thing they that really impacts what we do when it comes to culling. Um, so when you start changing settings, you know from you know blur from strict to lenient, or you start changing yeah. how we cluster the duplicates together, that's going to impact the overall number of images you'll get. Um, but it's also going to just impact what you get, right? So mm-hmm. it, it, if, if you have larger clusters of images put together you're going to get a lot less of those moments, which depending on what type of photographer you are, you may be looking right. for those smaller. Like for me, I'm rapid fire, right? Like I, <laughs> I not only do I shoot like burst mode,
0: okay. I like to tell
1: myself as like the fastest wedding photographer on the East coast of the United States, right? Like I can go in. Yeah, it's like my thing, right? I'm just like, okay. I'm, I'm so fast. I'll go through like bridal party. I'm probably the only photographer who will get every single photo he needs and everything lined up. Um, but then still have time left, right? Oh. At a wedding. I'm like, okay. I do like, I have like an hour and a half first look and then I'm like, oh boy, I got like 25 minutes left and I don't need to take any more pictures. What, what should I do? I guess oh. I'm going to just go, go do some other pictures or, or be like, hey guys, we're pretty good here. Do you want to? So I'm very, She's very-
0: moving. I should...
1: Yeah, I, I keep it moving and I, I it's a high energy environment. So I make a lot of jokes and have a lot of fun, mm. but I want to keep everything moving really quickly on the wedding day. Okay. Um, and so what that means is when I cull, uh, there's a lot of stuff squished together because I'm not making big grand moves. Right. So like my okay. bridesmaids, I'll shoot my bridesmaids in one really perfect location. Yeah. I'll change the pose 10 times
0: okay. and then I'll go
1: to like the bride and each bridesmaid yeah. and I'll just fire those off really fast. So I just like, I line them all up in a single file line and I go, all right, next, look at the camera, look at each other, smile, hug, boom, next. Right, and I, I'll literally That's shout next. Like, yeah, no, I'll literally like shout <laughs> next. Exactly, I shout next, and then the next bridesmaid like comes in, but it, it also creates just like a, it's like comical because I'm just like next, right? And right. they just they cycle through, um. So it's really fast, but what that means is that in culling, it's very easy for that stuff to really get squished together, like looking at the camera, looking at each other, and I'm yeah. I I shoot on zoom lenses, so I'm zooming in, zooming out, so okay. on a seventy. Semi- 200 I'll get a full body and then a waist up shot and so I'm like in out in out for everything so there's a ton of photos really smashed down into a small window um so if I were to set it to like the more strict settings I yeah. get less photos but I'd probably only get like the looking at the camera one
0: right i get it so
1: because i'm asking the i'm asking the software for less photos it's saying okay what's the better photo
0: it's gonna them choose that one
1: looking at the camera or them smiling looking at each other they're both great in their own merit but if you have to choose one you generally are going to choose the one where they're looking at the camera
0: i get you So, yeah. but you like so to give definitely... your your couples like the variations is what i'm guessing like the the oh, gallery yeah. that they get, it's like, it's probably a big one, right? When you shoot in that yeah, way. Yeah,
1: my, my galleries, uh, they're, they're 800, 900 photos. Um, mm. They can go up pretty high too, if I have a lot of stuff going on or big bridal parties and that sort of stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, it's very rhythmic. Um, And yeah, there's a, there's a lot of photos. So I'll, I'll walk in, I'll walk home from a wedding that was eight yeah. hours, you know, five, 6,000 photos. And after gonna carry me all the way down to about 1800 photos on yeah. that set because there's that enough variation within it in my settings. And then I'm able to go through and my favorite method of using AfterShoot is just to get rid of the stuff that AI doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. chose that I don't need because yeah. it's creative stuff. So I'd rather not be adding images back into it. So I'd set the settings a little looser and then I just spend a few minutes just rejecting stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, are you more calling out or calling in a mixture of those? But like you said, if you set it looser, then I think it's it's better when you set your brain. Oh, all I'm doing is rejecting. Then it even goes faster with the workflows. And I think it's just about figuring out what works for you. And once you nail it down, it's just going to be awesome for the entire workflow. Which is
1: Yeah, a lot of people... um, you know, there's so many different workflows with after shoot. And that's what I requested when we started designing and we started doing, I've always been looking out for like, what are the, all the different options available? How right. can we make sure that everybody can fit into a system because everyone does things a little bit differently. And as a photographer, I know it's really hard to change what I'm doing. Right. If somebody says, right. Hey, you should do this. It's because it'll save you time.
0: Yeah. Give
1: me A year or two to be like, Yeah, that you know what, that was probably the thing I should have done, right? I don't want to make, you know, large changes to my workflow. And so that's what we tried to do with our like stars and color system. We wanted to keep it as flexible as possible. um, Because some people like and I'll be honest with Mm -hmm. with what I do now.
0: Yeah, a lot of
1: times I won't review the call.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So what I've started doing, um, because we have, you know, uh, down the road we're going to have our editing software as well so what I've been doing is just been editing on the fly so the AI does the editing and the culling and I'm just taking all 1800 images okay. that are
0: selected
1: and all of the rest of the images into Lightroom and okay. I filter by the star ratings because after shoot set it's set to rank to five star four star three star two star
0: right. so
1: essentially because I know after shoot and I have and it's you know, the accuracy is quite high for me. What that's done is actually cut out the entire cull process because now as I'm editing, because I'm going to review my edits anyways, right? You always review I have to look through them anyways. So I'm starting with a little bit more um, photos than I would need to. And I just delete them out as I go. And then if I get to a photo where I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like this is the best option. I can stop, change my filters for the star ratings and just see all the images around it and swap them back in. So I just basically, again, I don't always do it, but it's one of those ways that I totally cut out culling entirely from my workflow and really just kind of do it as I'm going through and editing. Um, You know, and the the main reason to do it is because I had to start, I found that workflow because I started... Trying to like calculate how accurate AfterShoot was, right? So I'd let it yeah. run through, and I'd say, like, "All right, how many images do I have to change?" Uh, and actually, the last wedding that I did that with, it was ninety-eight point six percent accurate. So ninety-eight point six percent of the photos high. I gave,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, everything
1: ninety ninety-eight <laughs> percent of the photos I gave to my clients were the ones that AfterShoot chose. So I was oh, like, no, I was really, really, really proud. But that's when I discovered that workflow of like, you know, this is a totally different workflow I never thought about. Right. And that's kind of what a, before Photo Mechanic and other like manual culling software is, that's kind of what you just did. You had to pick your images out as you edited. Um, and then we all got stuck in the habit of like, now you got to cull your images. Right. You got to go through them first before you get to it because it saves you so much time. Right. But now with AI kind of doing the pre-selection, you could also kind of skip that whole process, too, if you want.
0: That's amazing. But like if, if for people who have no idea how it works, just to give a quick run through of like how does it look like you got your photos you've put them saved them there and you know also mentioning the fact that you're not just uploading them somewhere into the cloud like you have the app if you can kind of talk about yeah. that that would be really helpful for the listeners
1: yeah absolutely i'll give you my lovely long speech Go um for so it. <laughs> AfterShoot is a uh, is a calling software that uses 15 magical unicorns. So you'll see unicorns kind of scattered throughout some of our branding and whatnot. Um, so these magical unicorns, they look at blur, they look at composition, they look at emotion, closed eyes, uh, and there's 15 of them. So they're looking at all sorts of things to kind of evaluate images. And so the way it works is AfterShoot is a software that's local on your computer. You don't need an internet connection to operate it anything you, you can call your images right on the spot um you know it'll vary it's a, because it's local it just depends on how fast your computer is um so you yeah. can have i've called images when i you know on my good computer i've called you know 5000 images in 20 minutes and on my bad computer i've called 5000 images in an hour um but it'll go through those magical unicorns will run look at all those pieces of, uh, of your photos, they put all the similar ones together, and then try and pull out the best ones from those sets. Um, And then you're able to actually just take those images and either have them, you know, starred, colored, or just export them to a separate folder. Uh, And then you're able to just get get on with working.
0: Yeah. And what's great is like, I'm one of the few photographers, I feel like uh, that uses camera raw and bridge and stuff like a lot of people use lightroom yeah. and i was so happy to see that i was able to use it as well because often you know software has come out and they're like for photographers only compatible with lightroom and i was just like at first i was bummed because i thought that was the case so there any <laughs> bridge camera raw users out there it's also for you i just want to put it out there
1: yeah, we 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 set out to work on Windows, PC, you know, Intel, yeah. Max, M1 Max, whatever it is. We wanted it to be universal, and like I said, it fits everybody's workflow. That was the goal. It doesn't need to be in a Lightroom catalog. Yeah. Um, it, it works with Capture One. It works with Bridge. It's it's a culling software that goes anywhere. Um, but yeah, so it'll run through, and then just a matter of time, it'll just give you selected images, closed eyes, blur. It'll rank all those images for you with those stars and colors. And then you're able to actually review them within the software, um, which is huge because it's a lot faster than reviewing them in like a Lightroom or a Capture One um, because we're using previews. And then you're able to actually, we pull out all the key faces within the images. So you can actually see in the sidebar all the the important faces in an image, uh, whether their eyes are open, looking at the camera, you'll be able to see them up close. And like for me, large bridal parties, family photos. Yeah. That's where it takes the most time cuz I'm like, all right, I got 12 people. I got to look zoom in and look at every person's face and now I don't have to zoom in anymore. All the faces are laid out for me on the side and I can yeah. just glance at them and say, "Yep, AI chose the right one, moving on." Um so yeah, there's lots of, you know, ways to tweak and adapt and adjust um the actual call that Aftershoot would do for you and and kind of fine tune the results as I mentioned before my favorite workflow in Aftershoot is to go through and I, I start with more images mm-hmm. and my mentality is get rid of the stuff I really don't want, right? Because there's it's very sense? clear to me when I, I fine-tune what I do enough that I know I don't want a lot of this stuff, right? Like I'll shoot pictures and yeah. for whatever reason, I think it's just a photographer thing. I'll shoot pictures I know I'm never going to use. Okay. I'm like, I'll <laughs> never, ever, yeah. ever deliver this to a client, but I'm going to take it. And mm-hmm. so that's my job in there I with aftershoots to be the one that to be that judge. So I'll go through and I'll just start rejecting away all the stuff. I don't want, you know, everything that I shot that I knew I shouldn't have shot. I'm going to reject that away. Uh, and then really whittle it down to that final count and then bring it into editing.
0: Oh, that's so good. And I just want to back up so that I can also attest to the fact that when you have a lot of group photos, uh, one of the weddings that I use it on, it just happened to be one of those weddings where they had a list of photos they wanted with all their family members. And I was like intimidated. And I was like, this is how I'm going to test it after shoots. And hey, it, I want to say it was up to like 100% perfect. It just dwindled it down to those perfect ones. And I was like, for this alone, <laughs> it's worth it. It was so good. And now, you know, it's no longer even when you're at a wedding, you know. Uh, and I also have a mirror lift now. So, like, I am shooting, especially group photos. I just want to make sure everybody has their eyes open in one shot. Not that I'm, like, stuck in Photoshop later on trying to change faces. No, thank you. <laughs> and-, yeah, and then I, I actually, know, okay, will dwindle it down, yeah.
1: Yeah, I actually, I the story I use is I shoot more of those pictures now. I do. Right? Mm-hmm. I-, I don't want to do, I- I- it takes more time. To go into Photoshop and face swap than it would for me to just let AfterShoot run, and so I'm I found that I started shooting. I used to shoot like two or three family photos, maybe four of the same one, just hoping yeah. that like everyone's eyes are open. But I still, on occasion, would have to do a face swap or something. Exactly. But now I'm just like, da, 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 you know, just firing them off back to back to back to back because for me, if I have ten AfterShoots, going to pick one. I'm good to go. So as long as I don't, you know, surpass the, you know, 10 photos in a set, so I might as well just take the 10 and make sure that I don't have to photoshop it. And like, yes, it's wear and tear on the camera. There's there's drawbacks to it, but at the but, end of the yeah. at the end of the day, it's about saving time. Because I'm going to okay. buy a new camera no matter what, right? As soon as the new as soon as there's one that I'm like that's the one I want I'm gonna buy it right it doesn't matter what my shutter count is or or any of that sort of stuff when someone releases something new and exciting you buy it and you so it doesn't really have an impact for me I'd rather just make my job easier yeah uh because I love what I do and in the story that with so with culling and our editing that comes that's coming this year is the first year that I've actually started um taking pictures of stuff that I just see right Mm -hmm. so I know a lot of us back when we started photography we started because we were taking pictures of whatever we loved right it was just things that we were like yeah I love my my muse was like wildlife and waterfalls and sunsets Mm -hmm. and all of the all of the things and for the past like five or six years I've been shooting you know 60 70 weddings a year so for me yeah, so for me, shooting anything that was, you know, not something that I was being paid to shoot was a, a daunting task. I didn't want to do, and this year is the first year that I've actually gone back because I don't have to call it, so I can fire away and be happy. So and good. now i don't have to edit it so i i don't you know i can just shoot and i was taking a picture of a squirrel the other day i see so squirrels good. every day i don't it's not even important but i was having fun because i was like look at that squirrel he's laying in a tree i'm going to see how close i can get to it right and it's it brings back a lot of the fun and that's you know that's one of the really you know important things is you you spend so much time as a you know as a business owner you're you're paying for you're all of these things, and you know you're doing your accounting, you're doing your social media, you're doing everything under the sun.
0: Yeah. And
1: when we all started to, get, we were like, yeah, we're gonna get, we're, I'm gonna be my own boss at least for me. I was like, I'm gonna be my own boss. I'm gonna set my hours. I'm gonna enjoy my life. I'm gonna spend time with my family. And then I did none of that. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, okay, this is a problem, right? I, you, I'm missing out on so many things in life to run my own company. And so, being able to at least get some of those pieces back is amazing. so just just being able to chop down some of the some of the work you have to do. Uh, it's huge. it It gives you time to either refocus on the business if you were trying if you're in the position of growing. And you want to reinvest in the social media and that sort of stuff. It just gives you the time. And, you know, our pricing strategy has always been really efficient um, you know, with everything. So we want to make sure that we're not like bankrupting you, right? You should be able to save time and save money and mm-hmm. then be able to, to reinvest that time and money into like whatever you want, whether it's reinvesting it into your business to grow or reinvesting it into like going out and having fun. When was the last time a business owner got to go out and have fun, right?
0: Yeah, really, it's crazy these days. And, like, those are the things we need to focus on and intentionally, you know, make changes to, right? And it's also just stepping back and seeing, like, you mentioned very important points of, like, saving time, being able to refocus on other things. But other things even come to it because I am aware, like, there are a lot of photographers they are struggling right now because they have a backlog, really of galleries that they haven't delivered and what what happens? it's like this constant dark cloud over them they're constantly feeling like it's like back in school when we you knew exams are coming up and you're like oh can I even relax or I should be studying right now that's how I think of it you know but like it's just that sense of relief of knowing things are getting done also the fact that like your clients are going to be super happy when you're delivering quickly and not like you know Two months out three months out depending on the photographer so like it's about hey taking this step it's worth it in so many ways like that's why i just feel like it's such a huge thing for our industry right now
1: yeah oh it's it's so exciting and you know there's there's debates right now with the editing and you know like ai editing out there and whatnot like do you deliver them to your clients faster like what or do you sit on them for a while um and you know there's two different camps on that, um, but either way, yeah, the end goal is just that you got you get more time back, right? That's 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 the most important part of it. So I kind of did a little experiment, um, to test our AI editing and culling. I shot a wedding. I started at three p.m. shot a wedding and deli- My goal was to deliver it by three p.m. the next day.
0: That's crazy! Wow.
1: So I slept for eight and a half hours after the wedding, right? I yeah. got home, it was, yeah. That the wedding was a two hour drive from me. Yeah. So I, I drove for two hours. I came home, I slept a, an entire night's sleep, edited them when I woke up. It called while I slept, edited them when I woke up, delivered them. And like, I spent my Saturday, that was a Friday wedding. I spent my Saturday like in a daze, right? I'd never, ever- delivered something so fast
0: I think that's big, like record like, timing like if there was like was a world a, genius rep, uh, record for that like you definitely got it. not you but it, it was
1: crazy yeah it, definitely <laughs> not but it was crazy just to be in that position of like I spent a couple hours doing the work for the wedding yeah. uh, right after right and it and it totally opens up the the mindset of like you can do anything with this technology right you can yeah. choose how you utilize it that's not the workflow i'm ever going to do right i did it just to prove that it could be See done, if
0: it's done. Um,
1: but for me you know i'm still going to take a couple weeks to deliver galleries and you know because i I, I i'd rather work for an hour a day yeah, on sure. their gallery than to spend like you know a couple hours and i could probably just knock it right out in one shot but for me i'd rather say hey i'm going to work for like an hour today and then i'm going to take the day off right i'm going to yeah. edit i'll edit i'll go through i'll let ai do the culling I'll let AI do the editing and I'll spend the first hour of my day starting the review process and just going through and seeing, okay, you know, this is great tweaking my edits and then I'll get to a stopping point and then I'll go do something else. That's, that's the, the goal of this, right. Is, is being able to just do something else. Editing is awesome. We love editing. We love, you know, telling all of these things are really exciting to, to do because they're your photos but as time goes on they're extremely tedious and time-consuming and like you don't need to be reviewing a lot of these basic decisions right like if their eyes are open or closed it's not something you really need to determine right if it's in focus or not in focus is not that important for you you know it needs to be in focus that's it doesn't need to be slightly out of focus. So there's just a lot of basic decisions that that AI can make for you and, you know, basic adjustments with editing and and whatnot that just, they walk you past, right? They get you through to a point where you just don't have to spend as much time doing that stuff, right? And that it just opens up a whole world. Like, I I don't know about you, but for me, I'm always like, I I probably shouldn't like post this on Instagram, right? Like I'm doing this, or I shouldn't post this on Facebook because, because my clients are waiting for their photos right oh, and that was, I
0: know all about that for yeah. <laughs> it, it's like
1: I don't want to I don't want to share what I'm doing because they're going to be like oh you have enough why time for dinner
0: my <laughs> I know yeah what
1: why, why how does how can he go spend time with his family and he's not delivering know. my photos right
0: we and all and I think that. that's
1: like a you know that's like a psychosis thing that just photographers deal with but yeah. it's you know some of it some of it's probably true yeah but a lot of it probably just us being like you know worried because it's our company
0: about it it's so true i mean this summer was like officially then the wedding season summer right where people have really used aftershoots like officially the first time when it's paid right um i would just love to hear about like what kind of feedback have you been getting what kind of like what are people saying in terms of oh i love to have these improvements or these features are the best. What can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll walk back actually to 2021. Okay. Um, so the that was kind of the, that was the where we had like the first major changes. Um, okay. So 2021, we launched in June, 2021. Um, people started using it and they were like, oh, like it was a really divided camp. It okay. was, oh my God, this is the best. <laughs> best thing ever right and then there were people who were like
0: mm. no it didn't work oh okay
1: but that was the thing there was a lot to learn right because everybody shoots different it is. and so we tried to make it as universal as a, of a software as we could um but we just we didn't have enough people using it when it was in that like free trial period um to fully understand what things needed to be improved. Um but that's when we started charging. So we started hiring right away, right? We that was always our goal. We always want to take what we earn, yeah. put it back into the company and make it better, right? Because mm-hmm. until every single person is like I don't have to call and I don't have to edit anymore, my job's not done. I right? It's you. always they just we just need to get to that point that's our goal right is to just cut out the cut out the manual stuff that you have to do as a photographer that can be automated so we started hiring right away and then uh in about november of 2021 that's where we found like blur right people were like mm-hmm. hey it's missing blurry images it's not quite as good as it should be mm-hmm. closed eyes weren't quite as good there was some emotion issues so we went to the drawing board mm-hmm. and we came up with some new models and innovative things that just, you know, didn't exist uh, before to create what we needed to create. Um, And so, you know, since then, uh, since that October, 2021, uh, it's been phenomenal, right? So the, the every couple months we're releasing new updates that are like huge, vast improvements over what the last one used to be. We make gains in every category, closed eyes, emotion, blur, um, how we cluster similar images together everything is always evolving yeah. um, and getting better and better um, you know a lot of you know the majority of people come in and say this this changed my life right it with is. it being, you know this year being the crazy crazy season for a lot of people um, you know the first yeah. non-COVID restricted year um, it's 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 wild right there's so many people who are just like you saved my life this is I don't know how I could have done this without you uh up until this point point. and you know a lot of the a lot of the, my favorite feature that's coming out um in our next update it's been one that's been requested by by users it's called spray can mode um okay. hmm. so in Lightroom, there's a spray can where you can spray metadata onto an image, right? So you can, like, click and say, like, okay, like, this is, apply this metadata. Okay, yeah. And so we people were saying, hey, it would be cool if there was, like, some way you could, like, make that work for culling. And so that's what we set out to do. So now you have the ability to left-click or right-click on an image, and you can set what each of those does. So by clicking on the spray can, you can now scroll through. Okay, yeah and click on images to reject them or add them to your selected images, which mm-hmm. is, it sounds like, you know, it sounds not that crazy until you really use it. Yeah. And I've just, I've, I I equate it to clicking my troubles away, right? Like I'm just like <laughs> scrolling yeah. through, right? I'm scrolling through. I, I set it to reject as my my left click, right? Like my normal click. I just reject everything I click on rejects. So as I mentioned, I like to start with a bigger set. 2,000 images, give or take, right? I, I'd rather see more than less and then just get rid of stuff until I get down to the number I want. But now I'm literally just scrolling through images, clicking on the stuff I don't wanna see. So I'm like, okay, not gonna edit that, not gonna edit that, not gonna edit that and just click, click, click. And it just sends them to the rejected bin and then don't have to deal with it, which is huge. You know, Again, depending on what workflow you want to use, if you're culling yeah. out.
0: It's just making things um, faster and more streamlined and you just wanna go, yeah. Simplify things as much as
1: possible, right? Absolutely, yeah. And then you know, other other things that we're on the verge of. We have a brand new duplicate detection system, um, mm-hmm. which is you know how we cluster similar images together. Mm-hmm. Um, that one we spent like six months building. It was, it's <laughs> unlike anything else that we have. Um, there's nothing on it, like nothing available like it anywhere so we spent a lot of time really like honing in on how we make similar images appear together and how we prevent like too many images coming together
0: I hear you so okay something completely different how is it that you're working like on this company and doing like 60 weddings a year tell me a little bit about your like how do you do that I'm impressed. Yeah,
1: this year I only have 44 weddings. Uh, So last
0: year, (laughs) yeah, last
1: year, last year I had 85 weddings because of all the reschedules and COVID stuff. So last year was the year that I thought I was gonna like die. Right? It was. I didn't have to cull that, which was awesome, right? Yeah, but still,
0: there's a lot of other stuff. Even like the client communication alone is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it it was a ton. Uh, And then this company really grew quickly at that point that was you know 2021 once as soon as we went paid it went from okay this is like just a this is something that a passion project or something that i really want like we spent so much time and energy on but i just wanted it to work and then into like okay this is a company
0: yeah, this is like
1: this is yeah. the real deal. Like, we so I flew out to Las Vegas in August 2021 for uh, the WPPI Wedding and Portrait Photographers yeah, International, huge, yeah. like, the big conference. And okay. so that was that was one of the most incredible experiences um, because we debuted pretty much a month before, and then all, all of a sudden, we were that was the COVID one, right? So they had rescheduled yeah. it because of COVID. And so a lot of vendors had pulled out. And so our booth was like lined, our booth lined up all the way, as far as you could see, were just people like, what is this? There's AI culling, like I yeah. want in, I'm going to need this, this is helpful. So that was the moment where I said, wow, uh, I still have 45 weddings to shoot between now and November. And that was in August, like I have 45 weddings over the next three months. And there's a company that's about to blow up yeah, right. and take off. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been difficult, Um, you know, the, it's tough because I have to put, you know, after shoot comes first. So all these, it's, uh, there's an industry riding on it, right? That's the most important. The way I kind of look at it is that, you know, I always make sure if I have to put in the time and energy, I I get the client stuff done. Um, And that's where like, you know, a lot of like the direction, like calling and it started there editing is there. Right. Right. So there's, you know, all the things that are coming down the pipeline are all, how can I just, how can I do both? Right. Cause I'll always still, always still want to shoot weddings. Um, my personality is that of like, I love weddings, right? Like it's high stress, it's high pressure, but it's fun. And like, you know, I love just pushing the boundaries and trying to do things, you know, that I've never done before. And, you know, just being unique in what I do. Um, so it'll always be something that I want to do. I'll always want to shoot weddings still. Um, and so that's the goal is how do I get the, uh, the process to automate itself? How can I take myself really out of the equation so I can go shoot, do what I love, right? I love Mm -hmm. shooting.
0: That's the part you want to focus on. Yeah, I hear you. So
1: how can I automate all of these processes? How can I make it so that it's, you know, a lot easier and then still manage, but yeah, so it's been a, it's been a heck of a year. Last year was insane, this year again only 44 weddings but that's still quite it's a few a weddings
0: lot. but like how um, how so. were you able to grow the team then you, you said you were hiring like uh what number are yeah, you at so right now
1: we're we're uh we're just over 20 employees now um so we we've, we've grown yeah we've grown grown pretty quickly and we're still hiring right so there's uh yeah. you, you know will never will never be will never be done um yeah. hiring we really get uh to the point where you you don't need us to build anything new, which is going to be never, right? There's always going to be Love something you. down the line. Uh, you know, our roadmap is like absolutely incredible. Just the things that I know that are coming up in the next year or two, it just, it changes how I look at what the future of photography is.
0: Yeah. And like, are you focusing also like when you're hiring more on like customer service? Because one thing I notice is when I, Sent an email initially to after shoots. The response was one of the fastest I've gotten from company. So like, is there focus on really getting back to, you know, your core clients, photographers? Uh, where's your focus on?
1: Absolutely. So yeah, we have, uh, we're one of the few softwares that's a 24-7 chat in the, in, we have somebody so, manning yeah. the chat. 24 yeah. hours a day. Sometimes yeah. it's me, right? Like there's, there's sometimes <laughs> we have customer support people who, yeah. you know, we have somebody working with us and then they need a day off. And then all of a sudden you're talking to me or, or our CEO, our CEO answer, my co founder, he answers sometimes too, right? Like
0: yeah. we're always,
1: I get it in no, the notifications on my phone. So every time somebody has a problem, a question, a concern in the chat within the app, we see it right and that's wow. that's another thing that i think really you know affects how we operate as a company is because we can see when somebody's like hey it's not choosing the right images i'm having this issue or mm. you know something's not going right here it's too slow like we get all of that feedback directly yeah. to us as well so it it helps keep me in tune with what we should be focusing a lot of energy on, right? Like you requests always, right? Everyone's always like, hey, I wish you could do this. Right, like, Everyone's like, hey, can you get like a double chin detector? Like, oh, you know, man. it's
0: like, yeah, you know, so. It's right, just, yeah. There's,
1: there's always gonna be those requests, but then there's, yeah. you know, sometimes there are really requests like, hey, my style of shooting, it's not, it's like, I want the images where they're belly laughing. Right, right. and mm-hmm. that's, and that's something that we, you know, we can do, but we have to tweak the algorithms to accommodate that, yeah. um, because mm-hmm. we're looking at a belly laugh and saying like their their mouth is wide open, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's you can see the little dangly thing in the back of the yeah. throat, right? You can <laughs> see that. We probably that's probably not the photo we should choose, but that's what some people want, right? That's what right. their goal is. Um, whereas other people are like, yeah, I want the one where nobody's smiling, right? I just want like straight Mm. face, no smiles. Like, that's the mood I'm going for. And so we have to like when we get these requests in, we start looking at like what are the ways we can alter this? How can, you know, how can we make it so that we are accommodating every style of photographer and and whatnot. So yeah, it's 24 seven support, and that's something we're always devoted to. Um, you know, right in the app, you can actually just click on support and message us right away and usually get a response back in a couple minutes that's just like, hey, yeah, what what can we do? Uh, mm-hmm. Because your workflow depends on it, right? And that's the most important thing is that if you if anything were not functioning, if you had some issue, if you didn't understand something, yeah, you're stuck. Your clients are They're waiting on you. They're going slow
0: you down. Yeah. And then and that's exactly. And we're, we're, yeah. we're
1: trying to eliminate that problem. <laughs> right? We're you. trying to make it so that none of that's an issue. So Having the 24-hour support was extremely important to us. You know, there's mm-hmm. very few, you know, companies in this industry that that care about the photographers the way that we do. And it's because I am one, right? Like, yeah. I, I deal with
0: it. You can I, totally I, get I, it. I had
1: the email. <laughs> I, bought, I bought one of those little, like, MIDI keyboard sort of things to, like, do editing on. Yeah. And I emailed them because it wasn't connecting to my computer. Okay. The software was, like, whatever. It, it took six days for them to get back to me
0: right That's so i had i had this like 400 yeah.
1: software like hardware thing and it took yeah. six days and i've and that just reiterates
0: mm-hmm. why it's
1: so important I why you too. need 24-hour support because things happen it doesn't oh. work for everyone right there's there's sometimes you have like for windows machines they have a lot of like crazy antivirus stuff yeah and Sometimes it flags our unicorns, right? Like, so sometimes you'll install it and like the the antivirus is like, there's some magical unicorns running around in the background. Like, (laughs) did you permit this? I
0: love the unicorns, by the way. It's very cool with the branding and stuff. Just want to say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, But yeah, so, you know, it it just that would stop somebody in their tracks. And that's our thing is that we want to be, we don't want you to ever be in a position where you can't move forward because of us. And so that means 24 24 hour support, Um, you know, right in the app, you can request features and we have a team, you know, we have a product team that's devoted to just looking at what those features are and figuring out the feasibility. And -hmm. then we sit down and we assess, how do we design it? How do we like, how do we make a unicorn that can do it, right? Like, what are all the pieces to it? And we try and push to get it, you know, as fast as we can. Um, So yeah, there's, again... The roadmap is exciting, but the roadmap also is really variable, right? Like sometimes someone else will just say like, Hey, what about this idea? And I'm like, mind, mind blown, right?
0: Like right.
1: We're going to implement that immediately. Like, however I do it, everyone drop what you're doing. We need this right now. Um, and so that's, a, you know, it's a collaborative thing. You guys, you as yeah. photographers, you guys shape it just as much as me, right? It's not a developer team or it's not a bunch of tech tech people who are sitting there, um, you know, trying to come up with a solution that they don't totally understand.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was but the way- it, We're photographers. Done like back in the day, right? But ever since like the internet has turned into like social media and more interactive, like what better way than to get true feedback from your users? And that's the way like the, the company's gonna grow and it's gonna benefit everyone. Uh, which is great and I'm glad that you like prioritize that meaning they're only good things coming in the future which is exciting <laughs>
1: yeah that's yeah exactly you, yeah. It's, it's incredible just it's so cool yeah F- photographers we're we're a unique group right and that's something that's that true. I can see very very clearly uh yeah. you know because now, now I'm dealing with photographers on a global scale right like 10,000 photographers I see their their feelings oh. their thoughts mm-hmm. and and I'm like, oh, we are really unique, right? We're not like your normal customer base. No. <laughs> um, but that's what's really cool about it is that we're in tune with it. Like, so uh, like I'm still a photographer uh, yeah. and our team is photographers, right? So we have people who do photography that give a lot of input to like how the models work and, and whatnot. A couple employees are photographers that use this software.
0: So good.
1: Right. And that, so we do all the smart, go- like, listen, the unicorns when you design a unicorn there's math that like I don't even know what the symbols mean in the math right they showed me Let's like one of
0: the like, that's just
1: <laughs> yeah that's like an alien language yeah. that's not, I've never seen that symbol in my life um like that's not even real but that's that they understand that right so the developers understand that but they don't necessarily understand directly like what a photographer looks at so, yeah. you know, why did we choose this image or why do we edit it this way or crop it that way or or why do we shoot it like this? Right. So they have no understanding of that. And that's where the, our team is really cool, because, you know, my co-founder is very technical.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: He's 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 a rocket scientist, essentially. And then I'm there like, hey, uh, I just <laughs> took this picture, but um, can we make the AI do this? Right. So, <laughs> so like it's, it's really. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really so listen, cool like mixture, right? Because I, I, I have my priorities, and he yeah. has his priorities, and then we come together, and that's so where good. this marriage of like, you know, tech and photography meet. So uh it, it is really cool. Just looking at a lot of the companies out there, there's not a lot where it's like a photographer is running the ship alongside of somebody who's like, yes, the technical stuff needs, to, it needs to be beautiful, and everything needs to be gorgeous, and it needs to work, you know, on a superb, amazing level. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah. So like now listeners, they've been hearing us talk for about an hour. I'm sure they're like, okay, how do I get on this? Is there at least to test the waters, a free trial, which I believe there is for 30 days. Is that true?
1: There is a 30 day free trial as well. Um, And then you also have a, a special code that we're going to plug for you yeah. um, to get you going. And then, I'm just going to put it out there. As soon as this podcast airs, our editing alpha, beta, right? The first version of our, yeah. our AI editing software is going to be hundred percent free, right? Uh, because just like yeah. we did with mm-hmm. culling,
0: mm-hmm. you know, just like
1: we did with culling, we would rather you guys try it, break it and tell us like what works and what doesn't work. Mm. So it'll be hundred percent free just to get it off the ground and, and see again, what photographers actually want us to do, right? Because me i have a very clear vision of what i want an ai editing software to do and how i want it to adjust yeah uh, you know, like i want it to like interpret my second shooter's images this way and like there's so <laughs> many different things right yeah and and we want to take that same thing that we've done with culling and that we continue to do with culling and apply it to to editing so it'll be 100 percent free but yeah there's a 30-day trial for culling and then you have a magical unicorn code, so you'll I be able be to sharing share that. it at
0: the end. Yes, I'm awesome. uh, so and happy we'll get... to be, uh, yeah, to provide it to all the listeners. And exciting! Tell us, like, h- um, how they can find the culling. And do you have like a different URL and Instagram for the editing? Like, how can people find you and your company? It's
1: actually, it's actually all together, right? So we're That's all cool. uh, on Instagram. We're AfterShoot Co um aftershoot.co um and then you know aftershoot.com and then on facebook we also we have a facebook community so it's called the aftershoot community um mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of people actually suggest things right they're like hey i wish it would do this or and that, and you know we love that because we we open up that community we let people post and when they say yes i i love this idea and then 20 other people say oh that would change my life
0: Oh, yeah. We're, like, yep, we're getting on
1: that one tomorrow. So again, it's that same collaborative, community, you know, kind of response that that we get. So yeah, absolutely. Check us out there. But the the editing and calling, it's all in the same. It's actually all in the same app as well. So when it when it does. Release, that is
0: ridiculous. Good. Uh, you can call, you
1: can edit and it's all done right on your computer. I mean, that's been we've been traveling to conferences. We were in Argentina last week and I had zero Wi-Fi. But I had AI editing and culling on my laptop. Like I was in the taxi. I it was a long story, but I had to take a three-hour taxi ride because um, I got to the wrong, wrong city. But that's part um, of the
0: adventure. Good stuff. Yeah,
1: it was part of the adventure. So I had a yeah. three-hour taxi ride. And that whole way I was culling and editing the weddings that I had shot the day before, like right mm. before I landed. So I didn't need the Wi-Fi and it was doing all that stuff, which is, you know, that's again, it's really exciting. It's local on your computer all in one app. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely I'm, I'm excited for what the future holds, right? And that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's yeah. there's things that I've already seen that are supposed to come outside of editing and stuff. Like there's other things that are coming that we're planning on, you know, that I'm just like, I don't know. I can't sleep at night. I'm too excited.
0: <laughs> but that makes life so good and i mean i'm super excited um i will be following along to see what's happening when there are some major changes hey you're welcome back on the podcast again would love to chat with you and yeah just, <laughs> <We love that. laughs> let me know we can do it next year and um it'll be great to have you back on justin awesome so thank you
1: so much for taking the time and just thank listening you. to me to me go off <laughs> about how excited I am about the future of editing and coloring and photography in general.
0: Hey, I'm I'm excited with you. Like for me super interesting and like a lot of like the content I put out there is this really fits in beautifully because it's more serving photographers who are just feeling overwhelmed and feeling like they have no time in their lives, they're stressed and hiding in their dark. <laughs> Offices trying to work, get things out, and like there are different solutions to that, and this is one of the major hurdles that people are trying to overcome. So uh, it helps me, it helps uh, everyone else out there. So good stuff, really.
1: Thank you, thank you. We're we're just happy to be here.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.